Welcome to the EWN Sport Fantasy Football Podcast, your homegrown community in the FPL universe. Okay, so it's been forever. I think it's been yeah. it's been eighty four years, but <laughs> yeah, it's but been finally, long. finally, finally, we've got a we're back we're back on the pod after such a long game. It feels like the month of Jan. <laughs> All over again, yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah. Um, I, be honest, guys, February's been a long month as well, so it's still going. Anyway, yeah. the game week is done, so it took two weekends and uh, quite a bit of matches in between. Um, teams had their winter break, uh, and I must say it's been eventful. A lot has happened, there's a lot to chat about, and we'll get to some of those things. I think Jason's there's, like... There's, there's too much to talk about. Yeah, yeah, to to be Jason honest, walked in yes. here, very quiet. <laughs> Myself, Mitch, and Adrian speaking, Jason just walks in with his laptop and... <laughs> needed to not pose myself for a few minutes. Yeah, I'm yeah. still not ready, by the way. I mean, the <laughs> fixtures were shuffled and all sorts of things. Uh, I mean, there was at the time we thought City might not even have played this weekend. Mm. I mean, that would have yeah. been a travesty for some people. Yeah, for all of us. Can I just make a claim that this is why I love fantasy football? Because as as much chaos and you know bad things and good things happen, this is this is actually why we play. Because it's just so much yeah. fun and and like it requires storms. Actual Absolutely. storms to throw like, game weeks like real out life, the window. Real life actually has an impact on yeah. fantasy. That's yeah. that's I mean just how Love it goes. It. Of course, that is the basis of the whole game. Right, but um, yeah, so let's kick this one off with a wrap of this mammoth game week. It was just uh, you know I think about ten fixtures, but it stretched over so much time. Yeah. Uh, if we can start with Adrian, I can see you, you smiling. I'm smiling. Seventy-two points. Uh, De Bruyne did it for me. I was looking very, very bad um, before last night's match. I think I was on 43 points, but uh, captaining De Bruyne, which, who I had captain for two previous game weeks as well, I just felt like he always delivers, and thank goodness uh, this game week happened you know, with, with the City in, uh, in, in this game week. So 72 points. Uh, De Bruyne was really my only star. The others were okay. Uh, Evans got me nine points uh, as a defender. Not too bad, but yeah. Happy. I'm about to say I'm looking at your defense and you got seven seven nine. Those the brothers pulled That's through. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Seven, Lundstrom, wow. Lundstrom, uh, seven, and uh, of course Alexander Arnold always delivers. Twenty three minutes of football and one goal. <laughs> <laughs> just goes to show how important the captain is. Hey, you can have ones and twos all over the field. Just takes one guy mm. to get double points. Yeah, yeah. and you, and you yeah. cracking away. Um, Poipitan didn't do as well as, as Adrian's team. I kept in the wrong uh, mank. I went with a Guero and it was a Gueno. Um, but I did have De Bruyne <laughs> on my field, which was okay. So I got those 14 points. 53 in total, a little bit behind the average, um, some red arrows. But I'm okay with it um, as like emotionally draining as that this whole yeah, past two weeks have been. It's like I'm happy that I just caught, got past 50. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Pretty average game week. Looking forward to doing some transfers. Uh, I came through Unreal Madrid, uh, scoring 81 points this yeah. game week. Nice. Uh, oh, excuse nice. me. Oh. <laughs> I just came through. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pepe Reina giving me double figures with 10 with that penalty what? save. Yeah. I went for Reina. Yeah. I really, yeah. Yeah. Wait, where did you get as soon as, he, as soon as he joined Villa, I, I oh. Oh, nice. <laughs> as soon as he joined, I was like, I, I, I like him. So I was like, okay, bring him in. Uh, Lindstrom also getting their goal, seven points. Uh, Trent, seven as well. And then midfield, yo, it was incredible. De Bruyne, 14 points. Richarlison coming through with 13. And then Grealish, six. Salah, six. 
And then by front three, uh, not much happening there. Just Calvert Lewin coming in with eleven points. Look at them huddling around, right. which is no, absolutely brilliant. I mean, the, the, you started Lindstrom. <laughs> I no, yeah, I started Lindstrom. Yeah, so brilliant. Now, well then, well, well. Look, done. to be honest, I mean, when I was watching the game, and then I saw he wasn't starting, I was like, oh, okay, it's going to be one of those. And yeah. then he comes on. I was like, ah. and then he scores. I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> yes. There like, we so, go. Yeah, I mean, conversely, I had Lindstrom third on my bench, so yeah. there wasn't even a chance. In fact, my my first bench player needed to come on. Um, that was who was that? Dendonka. So two points uh. there. But anyway, so Lindstrom sat there third on the bench with his seven points. Um, couldn't contribute to my total score, which ended up being fifty-five. Uh, which is not not great. I'm very disappointed by that. Um, Ings, I captained a bit of a differential captain. I brought him in, thought, nice. yeah, let's captain him. 14 points, um, well, yeah. seven doubled. Uh, and then, of course, De Bruyne would have been my best captaincy pick. Um, and then Van Dijk and Arnold delivered. Uh, that is about it in terms of returns. Um, the most disappointing thing for me, of course, is I've, I'm out of the cup in my mini league. We have our own separate little cup. And first round exit, so... Mm-hmm. Wow. Sad. Shame, man. Uh, Evo FC actually <laughs> scored 59 points gaming total um, also only play that pull through was in double figures given the Bruyne um, Trent and Gomez scoring me 7 and 8 points respectively and Danny Ings bringing him his 7 points captaincy choice was also a Gwe no-no <laughs> is that what, what you said Jamie? <laughs> yeah but 59 gaming points above average at least not too happy but good result yeah. I mean, it's it's one of the you've got to smile a little bit at this game and and take what you get and don't get upset. And, yeah. Um, yes. But yeah, well done, yeah. well done to two two guys in the room, seventy uh, odd, eighty odd. Yeah, like great. That's good going. That's good going. So next up, I don't know. Do we have anything to chat about? I mean, dare I say that? It, yeah, I mean, how I, can you say that? I, <laughs> of course. I, I was I was digging around for some stats, but I thought the thing that hit me immediately was I think we just need to kind of a pause. Uh, of appreciation for this Kevin De Bruyne because obviously I think a lot of people are pulling out of Man City uh, assets especially with this blank in game week uh, 28 but there's no ways I'm removing Kevin De Bruyne I owned him from game week 1 so I got him at 9.5 and he's now over 10 he um, he's just he just can't stop delivering he's leading the leading the charge with 16 assists he's got 8 goals I saw mm. a stat here now that uh, he got. I mean, he got 14 points over the weekend, but he's had 14 attacking returns at home this season. So he's basically someone just to bank every time they're at home. Yeah. Um, and the other interesting thing that I found was that um, it's just like I think the fact that he came in so cheap, he's just so worth the value. If you look at, if, I mean, if you go down to the Premier League page and you go and look at the um, the value of players for the uh, season. Obviously, the bulk of players that kind of reach the top are very cheaply priced players, hence why they're so valuable. But you can see that that the first one that's the most expensive yeah. co- and comes in De Bruyne. I mean, he's kind of like in the he, top top ten or so. Yes, you know. he's gone up uh, one point three million since the start of the season. Yeah, it's, that's huge. So it's just it's just incredibly impressive um, to see him come back from such a you know like dismal and disappointing season, probably for him personally. Uh, last season just come back and just be yeah he had that injury as well yeah, yeah. all, all I mean, guns blazing the way I look at it and what you're saying is true because he looks like the one essential at the moment mm. 
you want to own a city asset, but you're not sure how the rotation is going to go. Mm. But if you look at the sign, you look at the eye test. The eye test looks amazing. De Bruyne does everything in the team. Yeah. He really does make everything work. So he looks like an essential. Also, he's the most owned player in the game. 53.5% own De Bruyne. That's across the board. Uh, Salah's second with 45%. Wait, who doesn't own De Bruyne here? Everyone, everyone owns De Bruyne. Everyone owns. Everyone owns oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. You'd be playing yourself. You'd be playing yourself. Yeah. Let, yeah, I mean, like, Let us know at EWN Sport. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, what's going you on? You know, uh, on Twitter. Just let us know. Why? If you don't want the brain, I'd love to know why. <laughs> Look, uh, I mean, with yeah. all these things, it's you know, there's many ways to skin this, and I'm sure you can cover the points that De Bruyne gets through other players. But, but but I don't know. But but as I say that, I go. But like on. you say, considering the price he came in at. Mm. And he looked like a steal, and he was a steal. Yeah, and you and can't I'm replace him in the city side because if you look at if you watch any city game, then you know you can't. Yeah, and I mean, and it looks like like you did, Adrian. Obviously, the, you captain De Bruyne this this past game weekend. You have for the past like say two, two or three. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of one of those guys where you could have just we could have stuck the captaincy, the captaincy band, on yeah. the band on and, and just, yeah, and just left him for the whole yeah. season. Yeah, so yeah, that's great. Look, while we're talking about ownership and essentials and things like that, uh, Mitch, you you played Lindstrom, but Lindstrom is sort of not a starter anymore. Yeah. Yet he's getting the points and he's owned by 43% of the game. So is it worth just having him, uh, you know, on the bench maybe or even starting him? And if he doesn't play and he gets the 20 minutes, you know, that he maybe might do something. I mean, it sounds like such a risk. It sounds well, like he looks like, you know, he looks like the Divock Origi of, of yeah, um, Sheffield. Yeah. If things are going wrong or they need to cement uh, the back or at least do something, they'll bring him on. He's the go-to guy. Mm. So I guess having the go-to guy on the bench probably works more depending on what the fixture is. So always look at what the fixture is and also just keep an eye on injury list. That's always what I look at, especially when I look at Sheffield. And then you make your decision there. Yeah. Um, Also, if if you brought in Lundström at his current price range, which is what? um, Five more? Five five at the moment, yeah. Then I think it's not worth it. But if you brought Lundström in the beginning for four more... yeah. Then I say you keep cash him. In. Yeah. No, you don't need to cash in. You can keep him because he's essentially a four more player, which you have on your bench, which is worth five more, mm. which you could Correct, use yeah. here and there. Uh, same thing with like what I do with Brandon Williams. Four mm. more on the bench. Uh, he's either playing and could be substitute, or he plays and gets a clean sheet. Um, Lundstrom, yeah. Lundstrom could be yeah. that type of player. So if you bought him for four more, I say keep him. If you bought him for five more, get rid of him. What about so you say like cash you, in. I've, I've had Lindstrom for a while, and it's. I feel like he he has an impact on the game, no matter what. Uh, whether he comes on, he starts. Whether he, he yeah. comes on as a as a substitute. So, um, I would always hedge my bets on him. Just having him in the squad, whether I start him or not, is, is depending on the fixtures. That's yeah. one thing. But uh, I feel like he he's always wants to be in the game. He he has that impact yeah. to, to 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 warrant a, yeah. a, a spot. I never bought him at that at that cheap price I brought him in when he was about 4 or 5 or so but I've let him go and I'm actually of the opinion I'm quite stoked that he scored because in my mind that's just convinced me even more to not have him because there's just it's just too much doubt and there's too much thought process that needs to go into it yeah if he was <laughs> stressful yeah, yeah. and then, look and he, he doesn't score often anyways that's the thing. Yeah. so he that's still came thing. on and, yeah. and we actually you know we, we dodged a few bullets there by him only coming on in the last 20 getting a goal and not getting all the full bonus points or whatever mm. so he, so what he got was actually 
you know, I'm I'm pretty happy with that, and I'm and I'm happy to not own him again because there's just too much doubt, and I'd just rather shift him and mm. my priority elsewhere. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. And he says that while like shaking <laughs> in his boots. <laughs> yeah, and I think he's, a, he's still a defender. So at the end of the day, you're still gonna maybe probably double up on Liverpool, and then mm. your third defender. Ugh, it's easy to rotate um, between the three guys that you have there. So yeah. Lindstrom doesn't have to be part of your reckoning, but if you have him, I mean, he's not a bad guy to have. I think that's what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah, so um, answered quite a few questions there, I hope, about ownership. Uh, Adrian, um, this week, I know that you like uh, on the upper echelons of points. <laughs> but, but Having said that, I'm still only 95 <laughs> on our league, so <laughs> I, need, I need a bit of a reality check. So, I mean, I don't really have a specific dumb question, but I mean, I've got a specific question around a specific player, Vardy. I'm sitting with Vardy. I want to, to, to transfer him out. My gut says... He may, may come back into some kind of form, but you guys are all laughing at me for having him. I've got I'm, body. I'm not laughing at you. I've got body. I've, I've got body. I've got body. I, know, I, know I ain't laughing. I'm in the same boat, but I'm looking at Ash. <laughs> Ash has Dude, been body out. A while ago, Ash's yeah. expertise right here. Vardy ha- v- <laughs> what does Vardy have now? Um, seven, eight games without a goal, one assist. I think that's any other player. I would have said Tosia. I, mean, I got rid of Aubameyang a couple of game weeks back, and because he went through that little patch. So, so here's, here's the issue w- which I'm seeing with Vardy. There's a dramatic fall in his price. Yeah. So if you start losing out on mm. money which you bought him for, then that's an issue. Um, these other strikers in the league that could give you potential returns, cheaper strikers or more expensive, you have. Calvert Lewin at the moment, which is on form. You have Danny Ings, which is on form. Um, Jimenez, you can always count on. Um, there's so much players out there at the moment, strikers, where you don't need to depend on one. I know players that only depend on Vardy. They have Vardy as their main striker, and they have Greenwood and um, other cheaper strikers sitting yeah. on the bench that doesn't play. Yeah. And now Vardy's not bringing anything in. It, it does impact your, your total score. I mean, if you had Vardy off your team and you just perhaps maybe at Calvert Lewin or Danny Ings, you could have had more points. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's yeah. it's, it's one of those 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 players where you like one more week. Yeah, one more week. <laughs> to be honest yeah, with you, absolutely. I say keep him. <laughs> I'm keeping him. I'm not getting rid of Vardy. Uh, yeah. If Me you look too. to the next tough fixture, City. City played out of their socks yesterday uh, against West Ham. Now they're traveling to Leicester, mm-hmm. and when you look at the rest of the fixtures um, that Leicester have to play, it's it's. Like easy, easier fixtures for them, yeah. you know, and plus they're gonna want to prove themselves against the Manchester City. Manchester City's also thinking about the game against Real Madrid on Wednesday oh. as well. So there's a lot of factors to think about here. And I mean, playing Real Madrid is not a it's not an easy game. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he says that with a bit of a. Look, it's not it's not an easy game, you know, especially when you when you got a two year ban in the Champions League. So all you're thinking about is Pep Guardiola is. Beating Madrid. Yeah, I'm just saying. I th- come on, think about it. Lost no more Champions League if you if you lose that first leg. You yeah, five nil. Yeah, six yeah. seven. I think <laughs> this is one of those decisions that you you make with your head or your heart, right? Yeah. And uh, so, let's go with the head first. So Vardy's got 17 goals this season. He's yes. leading in terms of Still, for, leading so. for Golden Boot, right? But I agree with Ash. Form has not been been great. How many games has it been now without a goal? Yeah, but it's been it's been too many. Seven but or eight. Here's another yeah. stat that's going to scare a lot of Vardy, uh, Vardy owners: is um, if you look at the threat uh, statistic, right, that the game kicks out, he's not in the top ten amongst forwards. 
like Aubameyang, Rashford. Rashford hasn't played in how long? And he's Rashford's, still. Rashford's got a better <laughs> threat number. Now, you can debate about whether the threat number is actually real, but it does show how many advanced positions, attacking positions, goal-scoring positions, big chances he gets, and he's not, he's not getting them. I mean, I, I've, the past few games I watched Leicester, Vardy seems to be the assister now. He's, he's given, he's had a couple of... Sh- well, he has to drop back more because yeah, and, or he's, or he's going is, wide. Is injured. He's going wide. That's what I'm blaming it on. Like, so, literally, I've been saying this. Ever since Didi got injured, that whole Leicester team has just been yeah. on the on the down. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, he's I, the heart so of it. I think Ash is right, and, I'm, and I agree with you. But he's coming, I think but he's he's coming back, back, though. And then the final thing that uh, my feeling is that this guy is going to chase the golden boot. Mm. He's going to want mm. to score exactly. every single yeah. game. So I'm going to hold... Everything said here, like we can debate everything. One thing I can say though, this is not short of goals. So maybe if you want to have list of players, look around the midfield. Harvey Barnes, mm-hmm. um, Pires, Madison. Harvey Barnes is one of those players, the young yeah. player, and he's on form, he's scoring goals. Yeah. So if you want still list of players, I would yeah. say look to the midfield because yeah. that's where the goals are Fair coming shot. from. Keep Vardy. I, I see. <laughs> no see, I'm, I'm conflicted about the Vardy situation i have vardy and i'm gonna stick with vardy come on i wow. think i think vardy <laughs> vardy occupies also a very uh, important uh, value bracket around this nine ten mm. mil so he enables you to move up and down guys the problem is is that whilst ashley said there are a lot of guy forwards playing i actually don't think there are a lot of of options available at the moment especially when you consider that there's going to be blanks in game week 28 and 31 leicester play on across both of those so you're going to have that coverage. I mean, I'm looking at your your, your attack right now, mm. and you ha- you have Firmino, and you have Ings, mm. and Vardy. I mean, I would maybe suggest that you could go from Vardy down to Jimenez, but yeah. then, but then, but then, uh, yeah, it, it's it's too it's I, too iffy. So. We've said it before, and I feel like that is your that's your straight swap. If you're going to jump off Vardy, get onto Jimenez, it, it sounds like mm. an easy move. They both look amazing when they play. They both look like they can score. But when lost the Jimenez score? But he just looks like he's going <laughs> to score. Exactly. <laughs> when else did he score, guys? Well, we well to... but they play, they play Norwich this weekend. So, mm. so Todd, Todd, Nedved Cantwell can just turn up. <laughs> 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 he can turn up. No, but, Willie Bolly's back. Very... Yeah. Willie Bolly's back. Look, Tim Krul also in goals. Come on. Can't deny but, what a uh, shot yeah, is. So, but you're right, Jason. So Aguero's much more expensive. Mm. He's like two mil more. And, and, and then you've got Jesus, who's similar bracket, but does, is he going to play? Mope is your other Aubameyang's got the player, in maybe. Mm. And so then there's not much else in Aubameyang, yeah. So I say, look at Martial, maybe. But Calvert-Lewin was a great shot earlier. Must yeah, Calvert-Lewin is a, like, yeah, it's quite tempting. Under, I have, under. I have they've Martial. Got a, they've got a horrible run. He's a run midfielder, see, so. yeah. Yeah. got Arsenal next. So Everton's got Arsenal next, which will be interesting. But Carlo, Carlo's just such a great manager. I've always backed him. I've always said, as soon as he steps into Everton, as much as people are like, whoa, that's a step back. But he's brought such an energy and such a vibe to that Everton team that even those big clubs, I feel like they could get us a sneaky one over. What I can say, Jimenez has scored, according to stats, in the last five games, three goals. So, Vardy has scored in the last eight games. No goals. Keep fighting. <laughs> uh, funny enough, as I was just showing you those the, the next fixtures for Everton, like it's just it's just a sea of red. They, when you actually delve into those teams, yeah, they they are they could be yeah. they they could they you know they're not impenetrable. So yeah. So covered. Right. Could be, could be You've got a tough decision to make, yeah. Adrian. That's all I'm saying. You're all yeah. Martial, eh, honestly. 
Like, I but don't he know, can't see my shells at the, in the mid, uh, midfield. Oh, so it's the midfield. Not, oh, yeah, he's the midfield that plays as a striker. I still have Igalo. Martial. Oh, Igalo, yeah. <laughs> feels like United went to Spain. They learned all these 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 tactics. They're moving the ball. <laughs> Looking good, eh? Thank you. <laughs> Spanish football at United. Love it's, it. It's Ole in. It's Ole, Ole in. in. <laughs> he's at the wheel, man. Let him sign whatever he wants. <laughs> uh, come on, mate. <laughs> Funny. Oh man, uh, Ash. Let's have a look at our mini league. Um, has there been some movement? I see there's some big scores up up there. We have a new leader. Yeah, it's, um, it's Sanchez Spurs. Well, Sanchez, yeah, San- Sanchez Spurs. Sanchez Spurs is no, he's still on top. The well, movement well, it's, it's, it's joint. It's, a, it's, yeah, a it's sort of a joint. It's kind of top. joined at the moment. Um, both Sanchez Spurs and Calcutta Rangers with one thousand five hundred and eighty-six yeah. points. Um, Calcutta Rangers scored a. Whopping 79, uh, where Sanchez scored only 49, giving him that tie at the moment. And then Mohamed Superman still at the back. Um, he's running behind him with six points behind him, so 1,580. Um, Blade squad in fourth place, Adrian's brother. And then in fourth place, we have a new fourth place. Yeah, Black Swan. So Black Swan, Ignatius Aglund, he's in my mini league, uh, one of the one of the. Okay, most cool. consistent players that I've that I've that I play with, and yeah, so he's I see a good player, mm. player out of the top ten, team, eh? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pope I don't know. I, I'm, I'm Pope at the moment. The flag did, I, did I miss that? <laughs> oh yeah, no. The, the battle of the Bechevets is continuing. I see my dad's jumped back into the top ten, <laughs> and I slipped to the. To <laughs> I see your dad won January, eh? The month, had the most points in the month. Did he? Wow. Yeah, January. Wow. I mean, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the blend. Cut from great <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> right. So yeah, um, exciting Mitch, stuff. You were the, the the top scorer in our league game week this time. Was I? Yeah. Oh. Come on! <laughs> Come on! I moved up Go eight bitch. places. I know that. Yeah, yeah. Come on! No one else Muhammad Superman, Kakad Rangers. I'm coming for you. Oh, oh my word. I'm 60, <laughs> I'm 60 seconds. <laughs> We're all a team here, right? We're all a team here. Triple captain <laughs> yeah. Vardy this game week against City. Come I, on. I did you. No ways. Come on, Ash. Come on. I'm not that crazy. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Right, so um, yeah, guys, let's switch our focus. I know there are games this week to watch, and uh, I know United just played, and then it's Champions League, and then it's Europa, and all that stuff. But now we've got to switch our focus to Gaming 27. Um, and it's almost back to reality because it's a simple Saturday, Sunday, Monday thing. So yeah, it starts on Saturday with uh, Spurs away to Chelsea at 2 30. Man. Mm. I don't know because without Chelsea son. coming. Yeah, without Son. Without Son, Spurs, Spurs don't look it's as threatening. Yeah, it's a London Nobby. Nice. But without 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 um, Son, Spurs doesn't look that threatening. Um, if you look at yeah. the Champions League game, um, they were attacking, but like everyone, Lamela was playing a good game. Um, Dombele was playing a good game. Everyone was playing, a, but. And they, they didn't score, eh? They no. went down 1 0. Yeah. Well, they lost 1 0, but no one is son. Did it, I mean, you watched the game. Did it look like they, like somebody was going to bring a goal? <sighs> the new guy? Yeah, uh, Ber- Bergwijn. Bergwijn, there was a couple of chances more towards the end, but not as threatening as what son would have. You know, son is like Sonic. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 tell me. Do you think that, from a Spurs point of view, do you think switching from Son to another Spurs attacker makes sense, 
or is the fact that Son's not there nah, I, sort of just making the whole attack sort of weak? Yeah, I, I would say I wouldn't invest in any Spurs attackers at the moment. Harry Kane is not the um, Dele Alli's his form came and it's mm. gone again. He was very upset when he came off. Yeah, he yeah. was. But Ooh, but throwing, if you're not throwing tantrums yeah, and shoes. And now you see those things right there. <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> I foresee big issues coming Mourinho's way now. You can't yeah. look at the new guy but to, to deliver. No, uh, he's, he's new. He needs to settle in the team. And and Son is the most established uh, attacking player. Yeah. Which is now not available. I'm sitting with Lucas Mora, and and I think he's a good guy to keep because of his price. Yeah. You know, What's his price like at seven, the moment? Seven point one or something. It's like, yeah, okay. like I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't rate him that much, but I mean, he's there and he's seven and he's yeah. plays with Spurs. So. Wow, you're really selling this guy. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. think coming back to this fixture, I'm not convinced though. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I think coming back to this fixture, I think Mourinho realizes he'll probably by now realize he's in a bit of trouble for the next couple of weeks. Um, he's probably going to, I wouldn't say park the bus, but he's not going to yeah. want to lose that derby. Yeah. He's going to want to make sure that whatever they do, they don't lose. But they've got yeah, Alderweireld and Avatongad who are really not that their best uh, as defenders yeah. as they have been in the past couple of years. So he might want to just sit tight, keep, keep things a bit tight at the back uh, and not lose to Chelsea. It's a great point. Mm. I, I have no assets involved in that Chelsea Spurs game, so wow. I officially call it a tasty fixture. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> only good, just good fun yeah. to watch. Yeah. Look, I mean, yeah, there might be a Chelsea bounce back after the United game. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I think I maybe really is Tammy Abraham back? No, not yet. I really think mm-hmm. that they should. Uh, uh, Lampard should look more at Mount. He is the most threatening midfield player. I mean, mm-hmm. when he came on uh, the game against United, he he came on and he looked like he was going to cause some problems for United's defense. Um, he caused problems for the Gea where he jumped into the yeah. pole so uh, so yeah um, Tammy Abraham is currently 75% possibility of playing and then they, they have the other big injury for Chelsea is Kante so without yeah. Kante I mean mm. he's only 25% he's probably not going to play Yeah, but I mean that's huge so that game both sides have their fair share of injuries mm. it might be what Adrian is saying or it might be just guys this is the one you win because it's kind of like one of those six pointers where mm. You you gain a lot on your on your direct opponent for one of the top positions. So. Yeah, mm. so, I, I don't know, guys. So I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a bit of a tough call, but um, I think this game might just go Charles's way. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, evenly matched. Maybe a maybe a draw. Either draw or Charles's way. I don't see um, Spurs scoring anything. So but attacking wise, in your FPL team. Exactly. I don't think get anyone in there. If Pretty you much want defense, defensively, yeah. mm. possibly clean sheet. Oh, mm. I was going to say, if anyone, have a look at Serge Aurier. He, yeah. could, uh, he could do something in this game. Yeah, he's yeah. a brilliant player. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, is. so that's a big game to start us off. And then um, we, we jump into a few other games. Uh, Burnley against Bournemouth. Um, look, I thought Burnley were overperforming, but they've shown me look, <laughs> it seems to be the real deal I mean Burnley are grinding out the results uh, I think they had an injury to Wood which is a problem but but again I don't see any assets to get for, to take out of that Burnley team it's hard to pick someone to play and the same can be said for Bournemouth so if you do own anyone from that game I think it could go either way uh, Crystal Palace hosts Newcastle uh, again a similar thing nobody's going to jump out at you in those two teams to say I need to be owned <laughs> I'm going to get you points. I just don't yeah. see it. Zaha used oh. to say that. What? Zaha used Zaha to say that. Used to say that. <laughs> <laughs> used yeah. to say that. Own me. All I know is so far is that every time 
someone's playing Crystal Palace I, at and Crystal Palace are at home, I back the team that's the away team <laughs> yeah. for a clean sheet. And it's at twice in a row. So oh, here yeah. goes for third time lucky. Okay, Good so Willems. Oh, you, you've so got a Newcastle so I got an, I'll play. I'm immediately playing um, Fernandez. Fernandez, Willems. You have Willems? I Where's? don't have Willems. No, I don't own a Newcastle player. But he's Willems back. To? I don't know. I'm just saying. I've always wanted to own um, St. Maximum. They are just... <laughs> And it's been a long time since I've used that word. <laughs> they were what? Crystal Palace are just jut. Yeah. Home. So it's the Durban aren't coming out of me, so. <laughs> um, so, guys, what do we do with this one? Uh, Sheffield United against Brighton. I mean, because our ownership there is quite, we're quite invested in Sheffield United, mm. some of us. Um, I think they are the better side than Brighton. Yeah. But for me, it's the Lindstrom question. Do I start him and if he gets 10 minutes, do I just smile and carry on? Or I don't know. I don't look the the one thing that I picked up from things I've read was that uh, Chris Wilder, the coach, is very um, he's loyal. He's loyal to specific players, and as yeah. soon as this new guy came in, the Lundstrom replacement. That's why he shifted him in. But Lundstrom's fighting fighting for that place, so I don't know. He might he might just be turned back into what he originally was, which is, has always been yeah. an impact player. Yeah. So if you're happy for that at that price to have a guy yeah. that's Probably on average going to get you one point. Because it looks like Maybe the other two spots in the midfield are sorted. Yeah. Is it uh, Norwood and Fleck? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. they're not moving. And so it's Sander and Lindstrom. Mm. So. Okay, well, good luck. There. And then, of course, on the other side, you've got Grealish, who is who is in fine form. Yeah. Even even when his side is not up to it, he's up to it. So I think he's the most fouled player in the league. Uh, that doesn't get you FPL points, but it does show <laughs> it does show that you're on the ball <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> They should have that most nice. foul player. Like it's a bonus point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, but I don't see I don't see so, um, Southampton losing to Aston Villa. Um, nah. So yeah, um, jump on your Danny Ings train over there. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Thanks, guys. Is that going to be a clean sheet? Um, I don't think it will be a clean sheet. Southampton's defense is not the best. They do leak in goals, but they can score goals as well. So. I think players to look out in that game is Ings and Villa side Grealish as yeah. always is like the Ings playmaker. Is, Ings is currently my vice captain, so yeah. Nice. Might might just need. Oh, big captain doesn't play. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, the final one for Saturday is seven thirty. It's Leicester against Man City. Uh, mm. So much to talk about here <clears throat> because I think City is still City. They look really good. They look like they've got lots of goals. I think last night um, I watched a bit and Jesus, uh, Jesus should have scored like three. Yeah. Um, De Bruyne was amazing and Aguero looked sharp. So the, f- the fact that the goals didn't come, well, that's neither here nor there, but they should have scored plenty and West Ham were nowhere. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I don't know. For me, I feel like City is still the better side mm. compared to Leicester. But at home and with a, with a Leicester needing a win, you know, quite quite badly to to stay up there. I don't. Could it be the game? Could it? No. 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 I don't <laughs> think so. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I don't have anything against Leicester. Are you sure? But no. They've they've, they've spent their <laughs> no, sure. they've burned their fuel. They've, no. They, like <laughs> yeah. Like if your fuel is burnt out, it's burnt out. The players needs to go back to the drawing board re-energize and then come back to the Premier League to say okay we want to play football yeah um, as Mitch pointed out um, Didi is back so that could change things maybe that uh, changes everything yeah. well let's see if Mitch is right 
but as far as I know, <laughs> guys, <laughs> Mitch has been stop, right for a lot of stop time. hogging on to body. <laughs> I left body like eight game weeks, like beginning of of the new year, 2020. My new year's resolution: get rid of body. You guys are still yeah. holding. By all means, hold more on him. Look, it's, it's a good... Like, the thing is, Vardy, even if he scores three goals, it's still going to be like, yeah, but what? But you sat with him for all these weeks. It's like, so what? Yeah, you you literally gaining what? Um, what's it? 16 points from him from the last couple of game weeks, which is like, if you look at eight game weeks, right? And you're only getting 20 points from a player. It's not an investment. Yeah. Yeah. It's not okay. an investment. Time will tell. I it. think I think I'll, City. I'll take it. I think I think City. <laughs> okay. I think City is good for for a win there. Yeah. City is good for a win. Um, that's what I feel. About I see. I see. Yeah. No, yeah. I see a clean sheet for City, Mm-mm. and um, at least City scoring two goals. Yeah. I see an assist from from I'm Jamie getting, Vardy. And I'm a getting Hobby swayed. I'm, I'm starting to get swayed <laughs> about this Vardy thing. <laughs> Ash, Thank you. Starting to get sweet. Thank you. Get, yeah, the spin Maybe. doctor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Then on Sunday, we have... Um, uh, let's start with this one. Man United against Watford. Now, United looked really good against Chelsea. Yeah. Everything was working and Fernandez made things happen. Uh, Igalo came on towards the end and he almost scored. Now, you've got Igalo's ex-team. Is this the kind of game maybe where he... Where Ole says, well, yeah, face Watford. You know them a little bit. You know, scored lots of goal, goals for them. So so go and do your business. Mm. Um, you're going to play. It's Old Trafford. I don't know. Maybe. Just maybe. It's his game. Maybe. Just maybe. I think he'll probably come on. Um, as he did in the past game uh, against Chelsea. Um, probably like 60th minute. He'll come on. Um, th- there's still so much injuries in United's team. Where they're playing this... Uh, 5-3-2 type of formation with like wing backs um, it's a it's a it's a bit of it's a formation which I, I I bite my teeth on but it's getting the results it's it's working it's slowly working mm-hmm. it's a working progress we've we've been playing this formation for a while we I think we started this formation against Liverpool we lost that game and it's been progressing slowly we lost that game well yeah yeah sure um, I mean Look, but that's Liverpool. <laughs> I, I must say, though, that the United's defence is starting to look a little bit more solid. So maybe, yeah. you know, you, you can start to look at assets there. Um, yeah. There's a couple of guys well-priced. I still have Williams. Um, if Williams plays every week, I'll be happy. Yeah, he's I very attacking. Him and Luke Shaw were playing. Yeah. yeah. So, so Luke Shaw so plays going a with this like a left, three... Yeah. So, so Luke Shaw was playing as part of the three centre-backs. Like yeah. So he was like the left centre-back. Um, and then Brandon Williams is playing as like the left wing back, mm. but he gets forward a lot. He yeah. gets so he, he gets forward a lot, which makes him yeah, which makes it even more tasty. If mm. if United plays the same formation with the same defense as they had um, in the past game week, then I would say I like w- look at Wan Bissaka and look yeah. at at Luke Shaw because Wan Bissaka uh, for um, bonus Williams. points, and all of a sudden now the assists are starting to come. So yeah. Quick question for you, Adrian. Do you think that's a tactic that uh, managers use regularly when they have a player that comes from a certain team and then they deploy them against that specific team? Is there anything there in terms of like a um, like I mean like a mental edge or what? Yeah, look, I think all the teams know so much about each other uh, in, in the Premier League that it's almost impossible to to find out new things these days. But I think yeah, I think mentally there might be a, a bit of an edge there. 
uh, familiarity, knowing a little bit of a weakness of maybe your opposing uh, number or your de- opposing defender. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's enough to hang a, a, on a result, but mm. certainly a, a better performance perhaps uh, for United against uh, uh, Watford and for Igalo. Um, so, yeah. Uh, there is an edge, but I, I wouldn't say it's, it would hang yeah. on a result, mm. to be quite yeah. honest. Yeah, no, f- that um, absolutely makes sense. United have to do a lot more than that. I, having said that, I think comfortably United, maybe 2-0. Yeah. So my my big decision this week is going to be uh, around the midfielder. Uh, and I'm considering Bruno Fernandes because of this game. Because he might just he might just blow up in this in this one game, get me the points, and next week I have a tough fixture, and then I'll just ride that fixture and, and carry on. So it's between Bruno Fernandes and the other guy he's up against is Traore with Wolves, and Traore has an, a home match against Norwich mm. at the same time. So my my decision is going to be going to smack me in the face. <laughs> my decision, if I go for Fernandes or Traore, it's going I'm going to watch it in real time, and I'm going to. Um, Get my, my reward or my slap in the face. So, yeah. The Trohore against Norwich. Guys, I mean, that's my big question to you mm. on that game. Do I go for Fernandez against Watford or I go for Trohore against Norwich? So, it's just a one-week punt, essentially. Well, no, no, no. It's, it's, I'm going to keep them for a while. But, I mean, essentially, I want to make a good call now. They mm. both have, have fairly decent fixtures coming up. I think Wolves may be better. Way better, yeah. I think Trohore as well, yeah. It's I think big so. coming from you, um, I'm this one player I'm waiting for. <laughs> Just a couple of more weeks. Um, Rashford, he will be returning very soon. Uh, I'll probably give it like after his return, like a game or two, game week or two, uh, before I bring him in. Um, I would like to see Rashford with Bruno yeah. in the team because um, Marshall is struggling a bit without Rashford. Yeah. Um, the two of them together, they can be very menacing, and I think with Fernandez in the that trio could yeah. be very menacing. I, I haven't watched actually any of uh, Fernandez's minutes. Does he? But I see he's won man of the match for both games. Yeah. Now, yeah, now is so is, does that to me that ask is he a good fantasy asset or is he just a good he's football a, asset? He hit the ball with a free kick. Uh, he's I taken think, a shot. I he's taken shots a, in both games. He's okay. made an assist in one game. Takes all. Oh yeah, he did make one assist. Yeah, okay, so he is. So he's, he's on all all he's, set pieces. He is an asset. Um, yeah, he's, he's probably our best penalty taker. Uh, he's starting like all set pieces. Um, Taking the reins over from Fred. Fred can't cross a ball. I don't know why <laughs> they give him the ball to cross. They might as well give it's the guy the, the, the corner to take. It's the left-footed. Yeah, um, but, you know, yeah. if it, it doesn't matter if it's but left or right. If you're not a good cross of a ball, don't do it. But so, Ash, you went with Traore, right? So, is it because yeah. of Norwich? Um, or is it because um, you think he's going to no. return more points? Looking at the, the game week fixtures, United does have a couple of tough fixtures coming up in the next okay. four or five game weeks, which is uh, Spurs, and I think next week it's Everton, which is not that bad. Yeah. After Everton is City and then yeah. Spurs. Yeah. So that's in the next four game weeks. After that, it's like easy going, and I think that's the time when um, Rashford would be back as well after the Spurs game. But those are also games that you know that like a passion-driven sort of must-win matches. Yeah, yeah. I I uh, agree. But I'm looking more at when Rashford returns. I think that's a good time to invest in United assets. All right. Okay, I'll I'll mull that I'll mull that over. But anyway, I think we all agree Wolves by far the better side and most likely to win that game. Then Arsenal, the late one on Sunday against Everton. 
Wow. So all of a sudden, people have everything assets left, right, and center. I think you own. Uh, who do you no, own? I don't have anyone. Um, no, no you don't. You don't own anyone. No. But I had Calvert, Rich Olsen. Calvert Lewin? No, I don't have him. I, up front, I have Danny Ings, Yemenis, oh. and Aguero. Mitchell. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, Mitchell. Mitch, Mitch has left us. But Mitch has had Mitch had Calvert Lewin. So, yeah. So it's all of a sudden, it's a, it's a tricky one. Because Arsenal look like uh, they're on the up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I've been impressed with uh, Nicola Pepe. I think he's slowly coming into his own, involved in quite a few of the, the, the goals in that 4-0 uh, win they had. Um, but Everton are dangerous. Um, and, and as Mitch made the point, uh, with Carlo Ancelotti at the, at the helm, they can be a lot more competitive. Calvin mm. Lewin uh, showing good form. So dangerous. They could slip up quite easily, as they are uh, prone to do, Arsenal. But... On paper, Ozil's missing. Um, so yeah, he's well. He's missing the champ, the Europa League match tonight. Um, where they'll be fit oh, yeah. for Saturday. Is that because of the politics? Eh? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, personal reasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so if Ozil plays, that could be. Uh, I would sway Arsenal's way, but at the moment, sure. That's a good. That's a good call. call. So Ozil's yeah. not playing in the week. I mean, he's he's yeah. going to play. He's going to play this game. I mean, that's and he's why because he's, he's eventually scored one goal and now he's just tapped out. <laughs> no, <laughs> but he's <laughs> doing my job. I mean, he hasn't scored in years. And scores I'm just one. clucking yeah. in. Yeah. yeah, he does seem like the player that just clocks in most of the time. But um, <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> Here's my clocking card. Yeah, I see. I literally see him with a time yeah, sheet. Just yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> don't ask for a percent more of than what I'm giving you right now. So, look, um, I wouldn't be surprised at a draw, to be quite honest. Um, but on paper, Arsenal should take it at home. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't see Arsenal keeping a clean sheet, but I do see Arsenal having a little bit, just a little bit more quality. They should maybe. Anyway, that's a tough one. So then on Monday night, it's the uh, probably... I Monday mean, night football. Monday night football. But guys, yeah, this is a big one. It's Liverpool against West Ham. And it's big because West Ham looked like they were nowhere last night against City. Yeah. And I expect more of the same against Liverpool. Because I think West Ham's matches they're targeting now are the lower teams. They need to mm. win those. And it's the big teams. They need to just coast along. It's that time of the season now where you, you, you kind of forfeit matches. You choose your battles. You yeah. choose your battles, yeah. So, Do you, oh. do you think we'll see um, a slight rotation from the loss during the week? Mm. Do, you, do, we, do we see a, a rest happening yet for anybody? Uh, no. Or maybe one of the wing I backs? do see, I do I see a eye for C. And this is not because of what happened in the last game. I do foresee um, Mani starting, might be moving over to bringing in more points. Um, Salah just dropping a bit back in terms of FPL um, leading up front in scoring points. That is what I do see. There was a change, one part of the season where Mani dropped back, Salah moved up. Um, I think this that injury that Mani had was kind of good for him. Gave him a couple of days to rest, um, which would give him more of an edge in the game. So, I think just look out for Mane in the next few game weeks. Yeah, and that the return leg against Atletico is it's in March. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, so I think, I don't think, I think the game in the week is enough time for them to, to recover for Monday night. Mm. So, I don't see any rotation. Mm. But, um, yeah. Good. At the moment, good. yeah. <laughs> at the moment, <laughs> at the moment, I, f- I feel like Salah's gonna just run all over them. Uh, West Ham it is um, purely based on what I saw last night. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> didn't look good, guys. And that score is flattering. That score is so flattering. Yeah, yeah 2-0 is like very no, modest. I mean, really, it, it was it not been a 2 game, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that wraps it up, guys. That wraps up Game Week 27 preview. Um, it's an important one. Remember, Game Week 28, there's a couple of blanks. So be careful with your transfers. I'll just remind you. It's, it's well, help me. Arsenal, <laughs> Sheffield United, Man City, Man City and Villa. Yes. Yeah. So those four teams don't play in 28. So if you do yeah. it, um, well, honestly, guy, I can't. Unfortunately, you've got to think like that. You can't. You can't bring those guys in now. No, I'm holding back on my transfer th- for this game week. I'm holding back so I can have two for the next game week. Mm-hmm. So if you can, if you haven't done a transfer yet, mm-hmm. I say hold on to that one so mm-hmm. you can have two. Must be nice. Yeah. No, it is nice. nice. You know how it is (laughs) not to transfer. I've still got a wild card. I'm sitting there and I'm like, "Mm, no. All those negotiations. Resist the urge. You know when you've got that free transfer, it's like like seeing that, that... Christmas present under the tree and it's got your name on it. Just, yeah, so, so and I'm it's free. Right I mean, now. no, everyone likes free yeah. things. Yeah, so I'm holding on to my transfer. Hopefully, having going to end up with two game week transfers for the blank game week. Then I could just do other two transfers because I have three, uh, three uh, Sheffield players and two City players, which is already a problem for me because that will mean I'll only have like 10 players playing. Um, so I might need to pull two transfers in. Um, other than two Sheffield players or one uh, City player and one Sheffield player. Maybe do a mini wildcard as well. Yeah, we can get that. That'll be interesting. You can <laughs> dig into that next week. Right. Okay, guys. So that wraps it up. Um, what do we have to do now? It's uh, beat the clock. Beat the, uh, beat we the g- clock. We're going to race through this one. Yeah. Um, oh, who's first? This is me. I'll go. I'll go. Okay, okay Jason's ready. ready. I'll, I'll be after Jason. <laughs> Clean sheet's going to be with Newcastle. Uh, my captain's going to be Salah. And I would tell you to look out for Serge Aurier. Nice. That's okay, me. that beats the clock. <laughs> 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 okay. 10 seconds. Right, okay. Are you ready? I'm ready, I'm ready. Okay, cool. Captain, it has to be Salah this week against West Ham. Clean sheet. Uh, I'm calling this, I think United are pretty solid with those three at the back. So, clean sheet for United against Watford. And player to watch is Bruno Fernandes against Watford. I think Ooh. this is the game. He scores a free kick and an assist. Nice. I almost want to check I, my I now. feel now like West is going to do the transfer, Bruno. Yeah. Now, I could just yeah. purely for what he said there. Yeah. No one makes a yeah. <laughs> something like it and not bring the plane. Because what do you mean? What do you if mean? If you don't bring <laughs> yeah, him in and yeah. he does that, you're like, what do you mean? Yeah. I'm going for Trore. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for Bruno. Uh, I didn't go. Me. Okay, my captain Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, I don't think much is going to change with him. Uh, still going to be a star player. Man United. I can't see Watford scoring against United and Troyore against Norwich. Just making me think now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, um, my turn. Captain's choice. I did say money is going to be on the up, but I'm going to go for Salah with this game week. Uh, Clean sheet. I think City is going to have a clean sheet against Leicester City. And a player to watch out for, I think Ings against Villa would be a good look. Yeah. Cool. Watch this clean sheet with City and Leicester. Uh, <laughs> we all have look our little here, agendas. Uh, like Ash's agenda is clearly anti-body. Yeah. So <laughs> goes for a clean sheet for look City. Look here, I'm telling you next week, I might be replaying some audio. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
Right. right. Okay, guys. So that wraps up our um, our preview for Game Week 27. Um, until next week, all that's left to say is may your sheets always be clean.